0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210
2: WPHD. There's a lot of stuff in there that tells us why there's such antagonism in the Vaughn Des Moines Register poll. And I have to get to, so you may want to grab a phone line because I I got to find somebody who paid Peacock to watch that game over the weekend. 23 million people. Um, I'm not sure if that number, it, it seems to be it's the most streamed NFL game ever. An average of 23 million viewers tuned in to watch. Now, I would discount some of them are coming from Miami and the guy with the flood pants and also from Kansas City but even deducting that it's astounding the premium subscription costs 5.99 per month that includes live sports last week the service reportedly had 30 million subscribers uh, they say it's up 75% over last year but what a jolt in the arm you got to think out of that it's probably 18 to 19 million people potentially signed up just to have to watch this game, which I don't see that it has, you know, appeal beyond belief and paying $6 for it. If you do that, what's going to happen? Yeah, I'll get to her. Oh, man. Woohoo! it's 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 just the defenders on Twitter are out there, even though, uh, well, let's hear the esteemed coach. I almost had him for a speaker series one time. And he ruffles the feathers a lot. He's soft-spoken. He won a Super Bowl. He's esteemed. Coach Tony Dungy, here's what he said over the weekend. They were at some college All-Star game, and they asked Dungy about pro football and about you-know-who, Taylor Swift. Here's what he said. I think we'll always have sports in in some form or fashion. Some people are disenchanted with it what do you make of the taylor swift
3: effect here that's the thing that's disenchanting people with with sports now there's there's so much on the outside that come coming in entertainment value and uh different things as taking away from what really happens on the field oh
2: man they don't dare don't go after tony dungy they go after me though look she's obnoxious to me i've said it many times the whole thing is beyond obnoxious okay uh, Brittany Mahomes, though, the wife, adds to it. The two of them together. Th- that woman is y- exactly what you don't want to see in sports. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, At really least do. Taylor Swift has um, <laughs> cachet for the obvious reasons. You put the two of them together, though. You don't like the way they are twitting? Oh, do th- you mean that, uh, that yeah, outfits, thing? They were, you know, yeah, uh, Yeah, that thing you were, t- yeah, oh, my God, yeah, yes. Yeah. And Kelsey's mom has to sit there and go like this with a, yeah, 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 you know. What the hell are we doing here? They're all dancing, you know. Singing, I am actively rooting the against them now. You know, I wasn't fully because I like my homes, but the two of them together, the nonce, it's too much. I'm looking for somebody here on Martin Luther King Day. Admit it. You want to use an assumed name. Did you pay $6? Because, right, you have to pay for the whole month, right? You, can, you don't only really get out at the end of the month for Peacock and allow the NFL to pocket $110 million, to have Comcast... Say this was a good deal because now people are sampling it. Dan, it had to be 17, 18, 19 million people bought the subscription, something like that. Just bought Maybe it for more. this? Yes. Ay. Well, right. It's the I most. Don't know it had buy it for just this. at its height, uh, it had uh, twenty four. Let's see, it had like twenty four million point two or something like that. Wow. I think the average was around 23 million. There's no other explanation. So, in the home cities, all right, let's say even in Miami, 1.5 million. Wa- I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And say another 1 million in Kansas City or something like that, right? Well, it's still about 21, 22, 23 million people paid to watch this. What's the NFL going to take away from this? They're going to do more of this. Within five years, You'll see a mechanism where it's going to be hard to see a free football game. I mean, that's exactly what they want. They have this. They get bigger all the time. Just look at what they've done this year. They took that game and they flexed it. They took the Buffalo game. I still think they should have played the game, but all right. It was pretty tough. I don't know if you were allowed to travel or not. And Maybe they flexed get, it. not get to the game. Maybe not. On that one, I'd have to. But they had a lot of people saying the governor. Or to uh, call off the game in Kansas City. It's weather. I mean, it's it's rough. Wow. And, uh, by the way, uh, just reveal on the inside, you're sending me all kinds of stuff on Twitter. At least one tweet about Tyreek Hill. Okay, I get that. But, as I said, <laughs> the guy with the flood pants and all these uh, Tua guys from Hawaii, you get out there in 20 below. Much when different they froze.
1: I was I was angry. Yes. I, did, I, I sent you a gloating text right, in the exactly. first quarter because right. Tyree kill the second drive of the game, yes. two receptions, scores a touchdown. It's like seventy yards instantly. And I said right. on the last show on Friday. Yes. The guy was going to go for one hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. He said, "No way, it's way too cold out there." I wanted to gloat a little bit. I spoke too soon. The guy had nothing else the rest of the game.
2: Yeah, and how did it do? A guy from Hawaii. Horribly. Yes, it was, I mean he could, oh. that's the conditions determine. I owe uh, you a pizza, Dom. All this. And uh, your Philadelphia Eagles were almost set up beyond belief. If L.A. had come through, there would have been an Eagles win tonight, which I predict they will. I find it hard. To, I mean, Tampa's just wretched. I know the Eagles haven't been good, but it is a playoff game. And I know they don't have A.J. Brown, so that's big. But Do they have Devonta tonight either? I think they have him, yeah. Okay, I still think they get over the line. And if L.A. had hung on or had beaten Detroit, You would have had a playoff game here against L.A., which I think they compete also. They would have avoided uh, the 49ers by finishing worse. I mean, as it stands, they're still in a pretty good position if they win tonight. But I listen to WIP coming in and down the hall. I've never seen a playoff game where people have turned on the Eagles like this. There's no juice. They're not actively saying, all right, well, you can make it up if you win tonight. Man, I haven't seen it this low in years. I mean, just years from the height of excitement. So, all right. Come on, own up to it. Just tell me you're out there. Hit I, me on I Twitter. I mean, we have
1: it, but we, we got it for, we've had it for a long time. Yeah,
2: you've had, I mean, if you've had it, you had it. I just, yeah. He's a real housewife, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But Ugh. just to Ugh. sign up for a football, it's not just you're paying six bucks to sign up for the football game. It's that you're egging the NFL on. They get away with doing exactly what they want whenever they want. You now, Ro, is, Ro uh, gets it, Dan. Now, she was willing to put it up over the weekend. I explained the fraudulent nature of saying kickoff is at 105. There is no such thing as a kickoff, a ball's kicked off, but nobody's returning. <laughs> Well, and, then there's still the kickoff, then. It's just no return. No, a kickoff means the You want the full saying,
1: experience.
2: A kickoff, that's what it means. You feel means, shorted. Yes, that there has to be. And then you go to commercials after nothing has happened. Yeah, A guy's just kicked the ball out of the end zone. Also, if you notice, the onside kick. They took that away, oh, too. That to is me. one yeah. of the most thrilling plays in a game. I, I've talked to a couple players over the years. Cold game. Even if you're ahead by two touchdowns, and they know an onside kick is coming up, it's frightening. Even a better hands team out there and all that. And uh, I think the first onside kick went right through a guy on uh, Green Bay. Another guy recovered it because it's so hard. They changed the rule, how yeah. hard it is to get yeah. there. Well, that would have put a lot of excitement. Uh, Cowboys were coming back, sort of, because Green Bay was protecting the lead. You get an onside kick. Then the next onside kick, you're thinking, uh-oh, they've taken that out. Yeah. Because they want the cachet of saying player safety. Let's face it. Players are not safe in the NFL. They're too big and, more importantly, much faster than they ever used to be. Did you hear what was uh, brewing
1: on WIP over the weekend thanks to uh, Elliott Shore Parks? Yes, let's have dome stadiums. Every stadium should be a dome. was complaining about the Buffalo Bills uh, rebuilding their stadium but having an open-air
2: stadium. That is so ridiculous. Football is made to be played in the elements. And Buffalo, that's a home field advantage. You know, you can't just play in a dome. It's so sanitized. I don't even know if I've ever been in a dome. Trying to think where I would have yeah. been a dome for it. No, I've never been to baseball, only had a few and I mean I, I had
1: season tickets to the Colts. Oh, yeah, the RCA right. dome there's a perfect example at the time. And yeah, it, was, it was artificial loud. It yeah. was very,
2: artificial? What do you mean? Well, it's artificial turf and artificial oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. artificial. No, because I,
1: I I get a little touchy there because when we were going at that time, they were saying that we were
2: artificially pumping sound into the stadium. Oh, okay. So Yeah, Philadelphia wouldn't have to do that. All right. So eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. If you paid, Peacock, give us a call. Come on, I know you're out there. All right. In addition to that, Nikki Haley. Now the top line looks pretty good for Nikki Haley. A solid second in Iowa. I predict she doesn't come in second though. The weather helps Trump. Here's here's some of the uh, factors. The bottom lines for Nikki Haley in Iowa. Enthusiasm. Twelve percent of Nikki Haley supporters say they are not enthusiastic, flat out not enthusiastic. Just 9% were very enthusiastic. When you look on the Trump side, it's in the 60s, a very enthusiastic. This is a Republican caucus. All right. Overall, the caucus is 69% Republican, 23% independent, 5% Democrat. Yet Haley Her uh, people, her support in the uh, Des Moines Register poll, independents, 39 percent, Democrats, 11 percent. And her supporters, Dan, are saying they're twice as likely as any other supporters for DeSantis or Trump to vote for Joe Biden if Nikki Haley is not the candidate. See what's going on here. The top line for Nikki Haley looks good surging because they want to make that the story versus Trump. Here's the uh, good news of this. The biggest thing, my biggest criticism of Trump is not buttoned up. And I know some of you don't even like to hear that. But if you want to win, you got to be more buttoned up. In Iowa, his ground game this time around is extremely buttoned up. They've gone all out to inundate people with the idea of how do you caucus? What do you do in a caucus? They have a file that you can get, the whole thing on that. I didn't do that before. He just kind of rode in with all the media he gets, rallies, etc. No, much more buttoned up this time. Now, here is an all-time great Trump moment. Pretty funny. Here's what he said about getting his supporters, this is 12A, Dan, to come to the caucus tonight. He knows you might be sick. He knows the roads are icy. Here's Trump's advice for tonight in Iowa.
3: So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. right first step. The first step. We got to do it. We got to do it big. You got to get up. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, "Darling, even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it." There you go. If you're sick, if you're just so sick, you can't. Darling, I don't think. Get up. Get up. You get up. You vote. Yes, darling. Ultimately, we know who calls the shots, right? Right? Right, Polly? All
2: right, so get up. You pass away. It's your legacy, though. I got (laughs) to vote for Trump on an icy night in Iowa. How many years have I been saying this? Get him out. Get him out of here. This little state with these picky people. I remember we we were there for the caucus one year, and, oh, I've only seen uh, candidate A three times. I can't make up my mind. It's just not diverse. You end up with this goofy caucus system. Now, Mike Huckabee, who won in 2008, is going to be here at 2 o'clock. I can't think of a better guy to give you a sense of how evangelicals are thinking and how you win Iowa. He'll be here at 2 o'clock today. He won in 2008 against the ultimate nominee, John McCain. It doesn't often or always predict the winner. Of course, Trump lost in 2016 to Ted Cruz. This time around, though, I see a much more buttoned up Trump and Trump campaign. That's a good sign if he continues with that, particularly through the general election. Now, here's one little nugget. Here's Dom's nugget of the day that I like. Particularly, I told uh, Dorenzo, Dorenzo and Dan show today. Only 1% of Trump uh, supporters in Iowa in the poll said they would vote for Robert Kennedy Jr. if it were a three way race. Only 1%. Now, that tells me. That I think that I'd cover is the best kiss (laughs) that Kenny uh, Kennedy hurts Biden more than he does Trump. It may be marginal. It may not be overwhelming. But in a close race here in Pennsylvania, no, one percent, 11, the uh, Des Moines. No, he has 11 percent in Pennsylvania. The uh, Des Moines Register polling says among Trump supporters, if it were through way rates. Is there any reason they would go? Only one percent say that the Biden people. It's a lot more. My hate point God. is
1: hate, 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 hate.
2: My point is Kennedy is going to take away more from Biden. Maybe only uh, in the end, plus minus one or two points. That's all it's needed in a state like Pennsylvania. So everything looks good for Trump tonight. Now, if he doesn't get forty-eight percent or right around it, the media story tomorrow is going to be what. Well, he underperformed. Now, he's got the highest, at this point, polling data of any candidate that's run in Iowa in any kind of competitive race with contenders there. It's an all-time record. Doesn't mean anything to this goofball caucus stuff is over tonight. But on paper, Trump is set to set a new record and to strike fear in the hearts Without a doubt, of the other side, but I like this too. Cut nine A. Trump is not taking any prisoners. He goes after Vivek Ramaswamy now. Kathy Barnett, who's the ground forces for Vivek's on the show tomorrow. Dan, what time is she? Twelve thirty. Twelve thirty tomorrow. Twelve thirty yeah. tomorrow. And he, uh, I think Vivek uh, overplayed his hand here. Smarter than the room stuff. He's telling people, vote for me. I love Donald Trump. But the only way Trump stays out of jail is if Vivek Ramaswamy is president. You got to love this guy trying this. Well, here's what the Trump campaign said about Vivek. Yes, it's 1776
3: moments. Oh, okay. I'm, I need emotion. I'm, I'm, I'm emotional about
2: this country. I need your support. Oh, okay. All right. We're, we're, we're uh, recalibrating I'm do my part, here. Okay? I tell you that his uh, campaign spokesperson said too cute by half. No, no, no. You've added yourself, buddy. Uh, with this type of commentary. Trump's wounded. I'm the only one that can protect him. Vote for me and we'll keep Trump out of jail. I don't know who whispered in his ear and told him, oh, yeah, that's going to go over. Trump's going to say, get that guy. Yeah, that's what we had. That's the audio
1: right here. Okay. Uh, they talking to that Trump supporter. You're looking
2: okay.
4: at my show. You are. Yeah. But, you know, I've got to get some about this country.
0: It's about this country. You want to save? You want to save Trump? You vote for me. I'm telling yeah. you that. You, have, you vote for Trump, you're sending him a no, sledgehammer, but you're sending him to his own demise. You're falling into the trap that not only a country's falling in that he's falling. You want to save Trump? You vote for me.
3: Oh my God!
0: I need your support at the Iowa caucus.
3: That's a good argument. That's it's,
2: a good
0: it argument. Isn't, it's not an argument. It's the truth. Oh. <laughs> Do the right thing for him, for this country. That's what I'm asking.
2: Hey, Trump's going to go. Oh man, Do let me right get that guy. There. He's not undercutting me. I would be surprised. Look, I don't think he was going to be the VP choice before and I would be very surprised if that's the case. Marco Rubio jumps into the ring right before the bell, uh, gives a hammer to Trump to hit the opponent and they tag out and go off into the sunset. He endorses Trump. And Trump got the biggest endorsement of all, Doug Burgum. Remember that guy? Stop. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: The hammering.
2: Remember the guy from North Dakota, the businessman up there? And and Asa Hutchinson, still allowed to hang into the race, and he almost has one one percent of the vote I didn't know who is him. voting for asa hutchinson i do have burgum if you want to hear him. yeah let me hear burgum yeah uh,
3: here it is queuing up now four years ago i was uh, speaking on behalf of president trump at the iowa caucuses in sioux city and today i'm here to do something that none of the other presidential primary candidates have done oh. and that's endorse donald j trump for the president of the united states of america
2: So I guess this guy wants to be head of interior or probably something like that, I think. I think he'd keep William Penn statue. So there you go. All right. Let me give you the side question today on Martin Luther King Day. And I'm still looking for somebody, to be honest, on a big day, the memory of Martin Luther King Jr., to uh, jump in and tell us, yes, you took the temptation. You said, what the heck? Let me get Peacock. How did you kid yourself? I'm not doing it for the NFL. Look at what else is on. You can P-top. watch
1: the holdovers, Dom. That's
2: right. Yes, The Office. All those episodes of The Office. Oh that you've my been God! No, I have them on Netflix. Are they on Netflix? Well, I, I think they're on Well, are they, they, they come on Comedy Central every yeah, day. Yeah, and every I have it memorized. Day. Anyhow, give me a scenario. I'll tell you what Oscar <laughs> Just close says. Close your eyes
1: and you can do the whole yes. show. Yeah.
2: Here's a side question. Cold is the order of the day, and boy, I hope it does not snow tonight. Not even an inch tomorrow. I want these pundits. With their snow dance to be stopped in their tracks so we can just get around. So hit us in Iowa too cold is the story today. Hit us with a TV or a film, TV show or film that is so warm hearted. It warms you up just to think about it. I'm going to take off the board, Forrest Gump. And in kind of a bank shot, I think in the end, the office is very warm hearted. Not apparent in the beginning, though. How about you, Dan?
1: I think The Office is a fantastic answer. There are so many scenes where... Yeah. And you don't think of it as a warm show because it's so brash comedy, but there Mm -hmm. are some very heartwarming moments. Uh, Similar vein of the TV show that... uh... It's funny in some spots, but heartwarming in others. Uh, Ted Lasso. Yes. Uh, you hear Ted Lasso all the time. Just if you're having a bad day, throw that TV show on and you'll leave the episode feeling much better. And uh, how about from the sports world, Remember the Titans? I'm surprised you didn't take that uh, one off.
2: Yeah. Well, I took off yours, Forrest Gump, so you got Remember the Titans. Yeah, some revenge yeah. on you for yeah, that. Yeah, there one. you go. All right. <laughs> all right, so here's how you get in on that. Uh, first day of the week, name gets into the hat. Thank you, Captain Chucky. We love crabcakes.com. Uh, You get in, and you might be picked on uh, Friday. Hit us with a warm-hearted film or TV series at 855-839-1210. And overall, today, how are you feeling as we head toward Iowa? If you're a Trump supporter, you should feel very good. There's a lot of information below the top line, meaning different groups, how they're looking at Trump that ought to be encouraging. If you're Nikki Haley, yeah, she could come in second. Oh, I think the Santas might— nip that in the end but the bottom line stuff here shows you what this is about it's about democrats and some independents who hate trump seeing her as somebody that might stop him and then they'll stop her with Biden. that's what it's coming down to it's an obvious thing the antagonism is going to continue to build up around this through new hampshire Marginal warmness with that one. All right, that's our uh, so cold, side. Warm. Yeah, that's our side question today, which is cold is the story, particularly Iowa. Hit us with a show that warms you up. Could be TV, could be film. Hit us with that with your call at 855 839 1210. That's uh, how you get on board. So, There will be a tremendous amount of spin. I'm now thinking that uh, DeSantis is going to carry on no matter what. He's going to bypass the embarrassment of New Hampshire and go to uh, South Carolina and kind of say it's his last stand. But I don't think he has any kind of road out of this. It's Trump, Haley, ultimately. And Haley's numbers are just anti-Trump. They're not about her, per se. They're just saying alternative to Trump. Can she possibly derail Trump? That's uh, just about uh, the only thing that I see here going on. Uh, here is uh, President Trump underlining that. And I think uh, even using the word globalist, I think the average voter in Iowa and across the country, they get it, this rap on Nikki Haley. Here's what he said.
3: I almost change it to tag keep America great, right? But it didn't seem to have the magic. You can you just get there'll never be anything like MAGA, make America great again. And then after he ran the country, I couldn't use CAG because America right now is not a great country. We're left at all over the world. Unlike Nikki, uh, I'm working for you. And, uh, you know, I'm working for you and she's working for a lot of other people, people that don't necessarily love our country so much. She's you're not going to find you're going to find out. A lot about her in the next short period of time, but she's starting to fade as people find out, and she's got some really bad money behind her. She's got Democrats financing her in New Hampshire. She's got Koch, who's a globalist, total globalist. Uh, he's fighting her. He's—it's uh, funny. He said he had the best years he's ever had under the Trump administration. He actually made a statement. Charles Koch, David was a friend of mine. Charles, I don't really know Charles Koch. I saw him interview. He had a broken leg, and he had Bermuda shorts on. I said, "If I had a broken leg, I wouldn't be wearing Bermuda shorts <laughs> during an interview." I thought it was the worst interview I've ever <laughs> seen.
2: True, I wouldn't be either. Come yeah, on, yeah. yeah what's with either. the Bermuda shorts? With the uh, oh, he can't get it over his leg. Anyway, you got to get big pants and put it on there <laughs> for an that's interview. He on. Oh my God, <laughs> eight five five. Just out of the blue, going after the guy with the Bermuda shorts and the broken leg. Oh, goodness. (laughs) All right. So uh, ongoing series here on the Dom Show. We've been talking about what are they going to do to stop all of us from talking constantly about inflation? All right. Just think of the spins. Here's the latest. I'm looking at this big piece that was written at Real Clear Politics. And what they're saying is. The reason why Biden is having so much trouble with such a great economy, and they give you the stock market, the unemployment numbers, etc. They don't talk about inflation. They go through page after page saying that when a Democrat is president and the economy, something like inflation, is not doing well, Republicans are hyper-partisan versus if it's a Republican president Democrats are not nearly as partisan, two and a half times less than Republicans in the same situation. So now the latest spin is going to be this is because you have MAGA Republicans, particularly, who are just gloomy. They're piling on to Biden. The the, uh, thing I told you the other day, they said it takes a while for consumer sentiment to catch up with how good the economy is. Now, you can say, why are they doing it? What what else can they do? You cannot avoid this. And I'm never going to be a believer. I see in Iowa, they're talking today, that immigration has really made it up there on the minds of voters in Iowa. I'm sure it has. There are a lot of reasons even in Iowa. But in my mind, nothing is going to top inflation. It's omnipresent. People are smart enough to know, no, it's not going down. It's baked in. And in December, it was even worse, 3.4% up again. You see it in the middle of things. They can point to um, gas prices going down, true, somewhat. But there are a million other things, particularly where we all see it, groceries, that you can't get around. There is no getting around it. So this is the latest ploy. You'll see charts. You'll hear them talking about, well, how come when a Republican isn't doing well with the economy, Democrats will go after them, but not as fiercely as Republicans go after the Democrat. Now, Bob Casey Jr. is doing the um, inflation brought on by, greedflation brought on by corporations. They got the thing going on. You'll see it's going to take another six months, and then will people recognize the wisdom of Biden? Here's the latest iteration. Well, it's because Republicans go after the Democrat more than the other way around. And I'm looking at all kinds of charts, up and down, more partisan, etc. I know it's not the sexiest issue, but uh, this is, to me, the issue that's not going to go away. Ah, Lori Ringos must be off today from various duties. Uh, She's here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Lori, welcome in.
5: Hey Dom, yeah, public schools are closed in New Jersey, so here I am. Oh,
3: good, um, good.
5: Hey, um, I really, I wish Donald Trump and you would just ease off of vic a little bit. Um, you know, it seems like like that guy has done so much without saying anything bad about Donald Trump. And even after what Dan played, he wasn't saying anything bad about Donald Trump. Oh, wait, all wait, wait a
2: Lori, i got to stop you. It's preposterous. Stop it already. It's smarter than the room. It's the worst of that, Lori. Come on. That's
5: your favorite thing to say about Vivek, that he's smarter yes, than the room, Yes, Donald. he crawls with it. Look, I, have...
2: I, I admit the guy. I know him a bit. was out of here. It's a, I admit he's very smart, very engaging in some ways. He just overplays it. He's overplayed it in the debates and everything else.
5: He has a ton of integrity, okay, he believes what he's saying he's he's he like Donald Trump, nobody else is putting words in his mouth. he's saying what ha- what's coming mm-hmm. out of Vivek and his brain, and I respect that. also, I saw his wife yesterday on Fox um out in Iowa, and they asked her the host asked her like like what do you get out of doing all this, whatever?" What she said is a it's a unifying message, and you can say that he's taking pot shots. He's taking pot shots at, at the people, at the top, at the elite, at Washington. He's not taking pot shots at any part of the American people. That is where he has a unifying message. No, but message. Laurie, well, let me voice- tell you.
2: i tell you what he's doing, though, that I don't like. There's a thing in sports particularly called a hot take. He has hot takes, and he spins stuff just to be provocative, and I realize it helped him break out of the pack a bit. But it's it's just too much of it.
5: I think their campaign tactics. That it's you're right. I mean, they show what he spent in Iowa versus you know yeah. versus what everybody else is spending of other people's money and other backers' money, and so he's doing those kind of things, yes, yeah, to get that notoriety. I just want to say what his wife said was that what she's noticed <clears throat> as they've campaigned everywhere in the country is it, that it helps her realize they're not she's not in a silo. There are a lot of other people who have the same values that she does, that their family does, and that it's very encouraging. And I think that's a unifying message combined with his youth. And I think he's I think he's penalized by some constituents, um, by his race. I think there are people that will never vote for him because of his race, which is, is a shame. But he's my number one pick. Oh, um, I, I am I'm, shocked
2: at this.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Wow. Yes. I I will end up voting for Trump because, let's be honest, Zavik's yeah. not going to make it. But I, I really wish, like, we are so good at tearing each other apart. And it is a campaign. It is a contest. But if you look at the kind of things he's done where he says, hey, if you take Trump off the, the primary ballot in Colorado, in Maine, I'm out, too. Nobody else has done that. He's never said a bad word about Trump, I don't think, other than we need the next generation Trump. He stands behind Trump's America first thing and wants to take it to the next level or in his direction. I, I, I really well, like him. Why should
2: we vote for him when we have Trump then? And that's what Trump is saying.
5: He's not going to get far enough to vote. Why should we vote for him? Because because, <clears throat> because of the kind of crap Trump. So then after all of the basically support, Trump comes out this weekend and says something crummy like that about Vivek. Why can't Trump just keep it zipped on that kind of stuff? Well, because
2: he sees what this guy's doing. He's saying, vote for me because the other guy is wounded, and I'll keep him out of jail. Lori, that's an attack.
5: All right, I think it's a campaign tactic. Okay. And I think in the scheme of things, if that's the one thing out of a thousand things that Vivek said, that is uh potentially damaging mm-hmm. to trump then i don't think you, you penalize him and i don't think we we beat up on each other uh you know while everybody else is going to town on trump
4: right,
5: he's not the right fair. target
2: all right that's fair enough who's your person <clears throat>
5: my uh my show yes um young sheldon
2: Very it's good. um yeah.
5: it's, it's it has a really nice message and i'm i'm finding more like the middle uh, i like that too it just like oh i
2: i like the I middle better family. than young sheldon but young sheldon's really? got the added the genius yeah. part to it yeah
5: young, young sheldon is a nudge but if you look at the message of that show it's mm-hmm. really not that much about young sheldon it's about uh family and i love his twin sister she's fantastic um and i just think that's a good it's a good cast and it's a good message Thanks,
2: and it makes Laurie. me feel good when it's over a fight. Thank you, Laurie. Dan, I'm shocked there. You know, I thought Laurie might be more of a DeSantis. That I can see. You know, if you think uh, Trump is going to be waylaid in some way, shape, or form, he'll get it done. The vague, though, this has been uh, outed here a bit. You feel that way, Dan? Or do you think Trump's too harsh on this? Or did he catch him in this saying, stop it, buddy. We see what you're doing here.
1: I think uh, Vivek's put a lot of bad taste in a lot of people. Yeah, opinions. exactly. And the you know, remember
2: remember the first part of the first debate, rolling, and everybody's coming out, and he just kept on piling on. You you don't have to prove you're smarter than the room. Well, every it, it,
1: it's he, he's approached the debates as a Twitter commenter or somebody on Facebook yes.
2: would, yeah. uh,
1: with heightened aggression and trying. And I I just think that's rubbed people the wrong way. It's like, he has awesome points. And what she was saying, Laurie, about him speaking the truth about not right. having to be a mouthpiece for anybody, he, I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, but the way he's approached things, I, I think he's burned himself to a degree because he's come across as somebody that doesn't seem like someone who's ready yet. I, I, mm-hmm. I underline yet because he's very young. Yeah. Somebody who's ready to run a country.
2: Uh, first part of the debate, excellent. Second part of the debate, that first debate, you know, ridiculous. The point's proven. You don't have to continue to prove it here. All right. Is Trump (laughs) over the top saying, no, I'm going to stay out of jail on my own? I don't need Vivek Ramaswamy. Would they put him in a cabinet? Sure. All this stuff could pass. VP, I don't see it. It's a mystery again. I think we're back to square one with who the VP choice would be. All right. uh, Young Sheldon is a great one, Laurie, though. Hit us with that show that's heartwarming. Could be TV or a film. All right, probably the most uh, disturbing story over the weekend the FAA, Federal Aviation Agency, Administration, actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities, psychiatric problems, and other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion. Hiring Initiative, spelled out by the agency's website and the guy that's in charge, Biden administration appointee, overseen by Pete Buttigieg. Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government as a matter of policy has identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. They include hearing, vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. Now, this is, the, this is the great fear. Silliness with this DEI stuff is one thing, Dan. When you get into the medical field or, oh, I don't know, anything involving with airplanes, it might be a good thing to say, no, we want the best and the brightest in every way associated with this, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we've seen this start to creep into the medical profession. And now this guy, psychiatric disabilities, what the heck? And I haven't seen clarification saying, well, they would only work in this place, that place, or whatever.
4: For a short approach, if you're going to do a power-off 180, that's my point.
2: Well, uh, yeah. okay. Uh, we'll wait, wait, remember let me that. Go back that up for a second. Yeah, I was going to go to that. All right, we had this from last week, and I was waiting to bring this in. This is a female, and I know they're female air traffic controllers, apparently relatively unskilled, relying on Google to tell a guy, Dan, who's landed a planes at this airport for 15 years the pilot that he's wrong and she doesn't like the terminology he's using because she Googled it. Now, if there's not a major investigation of this woman and how she got hired for this job, So you're you're going to hear this um, air traffic controller, and you're going to hear the pilot. I think the pilot's pretty gracious. Other pilots would have said, I'm landing a damn plane. You better be ready. Then I'm coming to your office. Listen to this exchange.
4: For a short approach, if you're going to do a power-off 180, that's my point.
2: Well, okay. I will remember
4: that from now on. No problem. Yeah, when you ask for a short approach, I expect you to turn your base to be in the
2: numbers. All right, this will be a full stop for 6-5-Charlie, and uh, maybe we need to talk about that some more because you're the first controller in 15 years that's ever said that.
4: Well, I'm just, you know, I, I, if you ask for a short approach, a short approach is when you turn your base and mean the numbers. If I know you're a student asking for a short approach, I know you're out there practicing, and you probably will extend. But if you're doing something other than a short approach, don't ask for a short approach. Well, I will definitely look up the definition of short approach because I've never seen where it says you turn base of beam the numbers because I don't see how you could possibly do that. Well, I Googled it. Yeah, you go- Googled Oh, God, it every post, time. I... And it said to turn your base of beam or before the numbers. Oh, my God. And you will land probably touch down around this field.
2: Can you imagine? Yang, 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 yang. I'm not going to be sexist or being pushed back on sexism. I wish I had been a male to take the gender out of it or whatever we're using. Imagine I Googled it. This guy's flying a plane with human beings his own life. Well, I Googled it. (sighs) That's a perfect example of what this psychiatric disability severe. We don't want emphasis on DEI here. Lives are on the line. You want to do it on silly stuff and all this. All right. Knock yourself out. Not with medical and not with flights. My God. Well, I Googled it. I'm your surgeon. I'm going to take out Dan's head. Uh, I Googled it. God. And the guy, Dan, I think for some of these pilots, I think he's being calm. And when he hit the ground, he probably went right over, you know, he went to uh, ballistic. Okay. Well, then uh, I apologize for requesting the wrong thing because uh, everywhere else, short approach means power off 180, but uh, that's definitely not what it means here. Yeah, well, I mean,
4: you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've worked at different airports. I don't
2: know. Oh, my God. Well, I Googled it. And the thing is, is it's frightening at the same time. No, I don't want that woman being the air traffic controller talking to pilots. they got to learn the plane. You're not landing the plane. Whatever the hell they're going to do to make it comfortable to land the plane, that's the skill, even more than the takeoff. It's landing the plane. You can go and Google all day. He knows how to land the plane. He wants to call it a Borowski. It's a Borowski. I'm going to do a Borowski here. Well, it's a Borowski. Look it up. 855-839-1210. That's how you uh, get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is push pound 1210. And this uh, 11th hour, Vivek and Trump. You know, you can say, I see this as the Trump campaign is trying to extract every vote they can out of the Iowa caucus. They're not fooling around. It's much more buttoned up. Is it too severe? Well, this guy's an ally. Uh, He's an ally, but he's playing, uh, you know, well, uh, Trump can't make it.
4: Well, I Googled it.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. This woman would fit in as an all-time Karen. She Googled it. I bet she's still there working and, and you know everybody else has to she Googled it, should have a big sign on her desk. <sighs> Guy's landing the plane, it sounds like at that point too. I have a short approach run, you know, you can't call it that. You're not gonna land if you don't call it what I say. Google says call it this. Well Google's not landing the plane. A five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board. Jump in. Hit us with the side question, too. Give us a film or TV show that's heartwarming. Good one on Twitter, Dan. I love this film. I don't think you've seen it, but The Best Years of Our Life.
1: Oh, no. Of Our Life.
2: It's the story of these returning vets from World War II. It won every award imaginable. Yes, they come back to civilian life. And you think, well, World War Two, not like Vietnam, or when people just went back to normal life. Well, one guy comes back with hooks for hands. Mm. Another, I think, was a uh, pilot, and can't get over both the stress of that, but the energy of that. Hard to return to civilian life. Another uh, goes back to being a big banker, and the bank doesn't want to do the right thing by veterans and all. So it's beautifully done. Just that, you know, you just don't go back from World War II as easily as you would think. So, it again, really very... remember like Gone with the Wind and the other classics. But I'm looking yeah. here: seven
1: Academy Awards, best oh, picture, yeah. best director, best actor. Yeah. Who's wow. the best actor? Uh, March? Uh, yep. Mar- yep. March. Yeah. March. Yeah. yeah. Harold Russell, best supporting actor, right? Yeah. Weiler, one best director.
2: Yeah, I think it's uh, one of the best films ever, often ranked for that, and. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, but that is a good choice on Twitter. Hart, uh, we should have taken off. I'll take it off now. It's a wonderful life, of course. Yeah. I yeah. think a little outside the box here. Let's go I to. I like
1: the outside the box. Did you see the one on Twitter, the outside the box answer? Uh, which one? No. Yeah, towering Inferno? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one sure yeah. makes you feel warm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's go to uh, Robert in uh, Medford. Hey, Robin. Afternoon.
6: Hi, Dom. How are you?
2: Good, Robin.
6: Uh, First, I want to say I was uh, I was chuckling at your uh, Trump quote about everybody getting out and vote. Even if you're sick as a dog and you pass away, it's still worth it. Yeah,
2: that was classic. But the thing about the Koch brother showing his legs when he had been in with a cast on in Bermuda shorts. If
3: you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, (laughs) even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it.
2: Oh, my
6: God. Well, I don't know if it's quite as funny as the quote that he uh, made on Truth Social when Kellyanne Conway got divorced. Do you remember that one?
2: Uh, No. (laughs) What did Uh, he say? I have
6: it here because I sent it to several friends. It was so funny. Uh, Can I tell you?
2: Yeah, go ahead, Robin. Sure.
6: All right. He, He says, congratulations to Kellyanne Conway on her divorce from that wacko husband, Mr. Kellyanne Conway, free at last. She has finally gotten rid of that disgusting albatross around her neck. She is a great person and will now be free to live the kind of life that she deserves. And it will be a great life without that extremely unattractive loser oh, by her Chuck. side. Oh.
2: <laughs> well, I, it just seems like a strange marriage. You never know inside a marriage why people are attracted originally. But, man, how yeah, in the first place? <laughs> uh, yeah, and
6: Best look, y- y- for the agent. Yeah,
2: Conway could have been... Uh, The husband could have been critical of Trump, but when it's your boss in that national, you can't every second be attacking him publicly. I mean, it doesn't work that way.
6: Yeah, I agree. I I always wondered about that myself. What happened behind the scenes?
2: Who's your, uh, what's your, what's your film?
6: So my film is big with Tom Hanks. It's one of my all time favorites. And there are so many adorable scenes in that movie um, just to name a couple, uh, one of the obvious ones at F.A.O. Schwartz when he's on the giant keyboard, piano keyboard mm-hmm. with Robert Loggia.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And um, uh, Elizabeth Perkins was in the movie. She was perfect for that role. Uh, when he dragged her stomach down on the trampoline, and they're both jumping on the trampoline, I thought that was really cute. And slowly through the movie, you see her starting to kind of devolve and become more of a kid at heart because he's rubbing off on her and um my especially a funny scene is uh, when he's coming down the escalator at a company party and he's wearing that Elvis Presley style tuxedo
2: oh yeah so uh Dan wants me to "To ask you I agree that film really put Tom Hanks on the map is Tom Hanks the best actor of our generation the last x number of years
6: that's a good question uh He's definitely up there. I think some of his later oh, movies nice left a lot to yeah. be desired. Well, I, I got to oh,
2: capitalize. Nice you say Forrest gum, she gets big. Like, come on. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. Notice how she finessed that, though. Maybe a VP choice there. It was pretty good. Well, it was some of the early films, but not the later stuff. <laughs> uh, excellent. We all know it's Denzel. I rest my case. Eight five five eight. Not watch that movie. Three, uh, Two o'clock. Governor Mike Huckabee. He won Iowa in twenty oh eight. And if anybody knows evangelicals, it's Huckabee. I mean, the media is having a meltdown of meltdowns because evangelicals are going with Trump here. There's a. I told you this the other day. The old wave, the Vanderplatz guy, these big name evangelicals in Iowa. Well, they're countered because of social media, Internet, by a whole stable of these other younger evangelicals. And they're with Trump. And that is making a big difference in uh, Iowa. So with bad weather, I think it helps Trump. And in the end, I think you're going to see a pretty substantial victory here. The interesting thing will be DeSantis or Nikki Haley in second, even though I know it's a far, far thing from it. It's interesting to see if the Sandus continues. If he, uh, He's going to continue no matter what. But if he comes in second, then you're going to hear a new narrative there.
1: Yes, dear. Always uh, Dining with Dom on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 12th WPHT. Kevin just writes in Dom saying, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, having played many real-life people, is a much better actor than Tom Hanks. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. what, are we, what, what box did we open there? Oh. Yeah,
2: no, I like him. I like him a lot. But as much as I'm critical Tom Hanks being overrated, he's not the captain of the overrated team. He's just on the ship of the overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: on the bench. Yeah, he's on the bench.
2: Yeah.
0: Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.